Hi, this is Electa from Tempe. Kara from Owatuki. And Nikki from Mesa. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Girls Gone Wild Podcast. You're listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 191. And we recorded this episode with Shane Farmer and his wife, Kian, a couple weeks ago. And so this is an interview that we did before the Open, but we talk a lot about the Open and share our thoughts and feelings. And you guys know that we love Shane Farmer. If you don't know that, love. then you're... You're about to find out. You're about to find out how much we love them. Well, we love Shane. And then we were like talking to Shane one day and talking about marriage hacks. He's like, well, I wonder if my wife would come on with me. And turns out she's amazing to talk to and has so many good insights about something that we don't want to talk about right now because we want you to hear it. So (laughs) you're just going to be surprised on so many levels. (laughs) So exciting. Yeah. So you'll Um, hear that interview in just a second. But yeah, Claire, how was the how was the workout this morning really quick? Oh, yeah, guys, I did a 5am. It went better than I thought. To be honest, I like slept like crap last night because I thought I was gonna miss my alarm. And like, I was all like hyped up. Oh, you were nervous about waking up early. (laughs) Yeah. And so ironically, I woke up even earlier. I so that was not great. And so it's about eight o'clock right now. And I've been up since 430. And so I'm starting to kind of get like, okay, it's time. You're getting like, but it the was better than I thought down. it would. Yeah. So thanks to everybody for your tips. I slept in my workout clothes, which I thought was a genius tip. And I, you know, just got up, left the house. It felt like I was getting up in the middle of the night, but I kind of was. Mm-hmm. Turns but out, well. turns out people have a lot of advice about morning yeah. workouts. Like and that was all, it was all helpful. So if anyone struggles with getting up in the morning, go to our Facebook page because we have a thread of like 100 comments of people having their tips to work out in the morning. So it's a thing. It's a really difficult thing to get into. I completely understand that. Um, how was the open, Joy? You're like in 130th place in our region right now. Yeah, I mean, that's just silly. It's silly because I'm like, oh, it's so funny how confident you feel as a master's division person because you're like, oh, I'm doing so well. <laughs> So I'm so famous. I'm killing it in the 39 year olds. But it's, (laughs) it was fun. I think I was I I loved doing um, the little mini episode, the bonus episode that we did for the tips, because that was I was able to like talk through it right after I did it. So if you didn't hear that, I may do that again this time, just depending on the workout. But yeah, doing it in the morning turns out I was really glad I did it that early with my crew and then was able to relax the rest of the day. I it sucked my whole posterior chain felt like it was on fire for a few days but you know it's totally the open it's it was like classic open lungs where you're like can't breathe you're pushing to the point where your brain just completely shuts off I think I told you a couple days after the workout I was completely dumb like I just felt stupid I was like drained of all emotions I was in a like a pain cave of emotions on Friday night I totally picked a fight with Scott for no reason and I'm like it's all because my emotions are going crazy because I have nothing left in my body and my brain just cannot function I'm so impressed that you were able to like go through a full day of work and function that long. We did the workout on Friday night and within like two hours, I was practically non-functioning. Yeah. <laughs> I think you texted me a photo and you're like, uh, this photo was the only thing I could really get through. Yeah, I posted a picture of me eating tacos and it was like, that was the only time I looked up from yeah. my tacos the whole time. <laughs> 
So I think that was a reminder to take care of your sp- yourself, especially during the open, because I was a wreck. I was a wreck, and I felt yeah. like a wreck all weekend. But we're doing it again. <laughs> it's the open, guys. So we get to do it again. Yeah. One more time. Yep. And then just a reminder, you guys, to check out our Facebook page for the event. For the, I know we're going to keep talking about this until it happens because I'm still afraid no one's going to show up. But make sure you RSVP to the Girls Gone Wad episode 200 party, April 29th. That's also on our Facebook page. And if you're in Madison, we're going to be coming to the 17.5 announcement. So reach out to us and we'd love to meet you and maybe do a workout at the gym and hug some babies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Give some high fives. Or you can hug my baby. I mean, whatever. I love him. All right, so I think that's it for this week. We hope you liked this interview with Shane Farmer and his wife. They're lovely people, and you guys kill it on 17-2. We're, we're excited, and I'm sure you'll see us posting all about it. So enjoy Shane and Kian. <laughs> Hi, guys. Are you guys huddled together? We are. We're actually huddled. She has her arm wrapped around me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kian, thank you for making the time to be on the show with us. Yeah, it's exciting. And well, Shane, but... you know, I want to know Thanks, that. Guys. I know. I mean, yeah, Shane, right? Yeah, like whatever. <laughs> um, so you've been married to Shane Farmer for quite a while now. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's great. I. We always say that being married was like the best decision we ever made, but I don't know that that much has changed since we were just dating. We kind of always acted married. I think. Yeah. yeah that's true. So I, we've almost been together six years. And so when people say you've been married for like a year and a half, I'm like, yeah, but we've been married for six years. Yeah, yeah. but I've been putting up with this crap for over half a decade. <laughs> Can you but tell us? As soon, as soon as we moved into the same apartment, it felt like we've been married since then. Because we had one bathroom. And so we had to get close. <laughs> and uh-huh. I can relate to that. Can yeah. you tell us the story of how you guys met in like a snapshot? Well, it was aggressive pursuing by me. Pretty much. Okay, so I walked into a CrossFit class, really hungover. <laughs> it was the last class of the day, and Shane was coaching. It was a bring a friend day. So it was the last class of the day, but yet you were still hungover. <laughs> I mean, I was supposed to go to 8.30. It was, a, it was a Saturday it. class. It was a Saturday class. And then I was supposed to go to 9.30 or 10. Couldn't make that. And my friend's like, there's only one bring a friend day a month, and noon is it. Like, you missed the first two. And I was like, all right. So I went. So I went in no makeup and everybody remembers this that i wore a lululemon skirt because apparently no one wears skirts one of those little tight skirts. oh yeah and all were in all the coaches were in stitches we we're like check out this girl in the tennis skirt yeah can't to be fair i own those skirts too and i remember wearing one to crossfit back in the day and i got the same looks did you so. have did you have vibrant five fingers on probably, probably i probably did so we were doing something oh uh, kettlebell swings And he kept saying things to me like, you need to thrust your hips and then doing it at me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is very aggressive and really sexual. Um, And he he then he had a couple other like, I mean, there are some like words in CrossFit that are a little sexual. And I had never heard any of them. I didn't know lifting. I came from spin class, so I didn't know what. And I kept telling my friend, if he keeps talking to me like that, he's going to get it. And that's pretty much what happened. Just just some light sexual harassment (laughs) to really kick things off. (laughs) So I was coaching the whole class that way, not just her. Okay. All right. I don't know if that makes me feel better or not, actually. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, Kian, last time that Shane was on the show, I think... I think it was when he had just read the life-changing magic of yes. tidying up. 
And we were laughing so hard because he said that you like came home and he had like things in piles and he was like getting rid of everything. <laughs> do you know it's still happening? <laughs> the other night he's like, so when are you going to do that another clean out of your closet? And I was like, the book said you can't push people. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's still, he, he's done it again. He's on like another whole big sweep. Yeah. Um, do you even have anything left? I'm down to um, like maybe eight hangers. Uh, I, I have, wow. I just sold a suit. Uh, I'm it down didn't to bring eight you hangers joy? And one, yeah. Uh, no, that the one I sold did not. Oh. I have, I have my wedding suit, which is my favorite suit, and I found that I'm wearing that one pretty regularly now. I thought you were going to say you're wearing it right now. I was like, wow, (laughs) thanks for dressing up for the podcast. Way to get in the mood. (laughs) I appreciate you guys. Um, Look good, feel good. (laughs) So yeah, I know I keep narrowing it down, and now I'm down to a dresser for everything, and then those hangers, and then all my innovates. Those ones (laughs) Seem to keep popping up. <laughs> That's do fair. things? Do you do like the things magically disappear? Like, will you let me let me give you an example? My husband, there's a pair of sweats that I have that he absolutely hates, and I just don't want to get rid of them because they make me happy. <laughs> and they remind me of a time when I was like, I just love these sweats. I don't. I bought them like at a Gap when I was living downtown by myself, and I, it was like a really fun time in my life. And I cannot get rid of these sweats. And every time I wear them, he's like, "Those are just going to magically disappear one day." I'm like, "You better not." <laughs> like, I'm going to know. I mean, do you like pick things around the house, and you're like, "I like." We used to have this really pretty bowl. Where did that go? <laughs> I wish you guys weren't bringing this up right now because he has. There are things that go away, but if he doesn't miss them. <laughs> Then did he really love them to begin with? I don't know. So never, never clothing items. But there are other things that I eventually make an executive decision that we don't need anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I might have done I, I that. I don't even with know what those books. things are, so she's done a good job. <laughs> See, there you go. Exactly. I have maybe done that with Brandon's going to listen to this and get so mad at me, but. <laughs> I have maybe done that with one or two climbing guidebooks that I'm like, you're never going to climb. <laughs> and like, like Brandon, when I met him, was super into to climbing. And he had he has like two whole shelves of climbing books. And like, we only have one bookshelf in our whole house. We live in an 800 square foot apartment. Like, it's prime <laughs> real estate. And it's like, you're not going climbing in like the smoky, great smoky hills wilderness area, you know, in South, whatever it is. Like, I don't know why you need this. And he's like, well, you just never know. I'm like, you kind of know. <laughs> kind of know. Anyway. You kind of do know. Sometimes you kind of know. Yeah. Shane, let's hear an update about Dark Horse. Yeah. So when we first had you on the podcast, it was just launching. When we mm-hmm. checked in with you at the games, things were, were pretty underway, but you've been all over the globe. Yeah, you're traveling you all over the place. You were just in China. Yeah. Visiting yeah. a Girls Gone Wild listener, I might add. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Carolyn is like super fan of your guys. She was, so while we were there, we were riding in a cab together. Uh, I don't remember. We were between two places, but you guys had just commented on a photo that she had just posted and she was so excited. It was like, she was almost shaking with joy. <laughs> It was, it was incredible. We were um, pretty so big deal. Huge super fan of your guys, by the way. Just, just big shout out to Carolyn. Hi, oh, Carolyn. That is so great. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. So China was amazing. Dark Horse is doing fantastic. We have athletes all over the globe now. We, um, are so, I, I didn't anticipate it, but our YouTube channel's really taken off. That's been exciting. 
and we just keep lining up content and building fantastic programs. We just had a a, a, a good friend of ours in um, Norway, uh, Stavanger, another coach who took his entire class through our 2K program, and he said the the smallest PR he saw was eight seconds, and it ranged from like eight to 18 seconds taken off people's 2Ks, the entire class, 100% PRs across the board. So that was cool. And yeah, we have some really fun stuff coming down the pipeline, but we're just digging in and, and really kind of continuing to spread the word. The big push this year has been content and just continuing to bring content to, to the world. And we've succeeded at that. So that's been pretty exciting. I uh, can, I, I know that you just got back from orange theory. Are you big into rowing as well? Yeah, I love rowing. Um, I've take I've, I've had to change my rowing, um, a little bit in the last few months, but I, um, I've always loved rowing. That's something that appealed to me immediately in CrossFit. I didn't do it well. And I remember I'd come home and my heels were bleeding and Shane's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, and every time my, How heels, dare you? my heels were bleeding, my butt was bleeding. My butt yeah. was like, I was so yeah. bad, but I was, I, I loved the endurance aspect of it. Cause that's, that's the type of um, workouts that I love. And so I've been in Shane's rowing club for a long time and we sometimes row at home, which is nice. Yep. Um, so yeah, I love rowing. I didn't love rowing on the water, though. I'll tell you that. That was stressful. I was about to say, have you ever done it on the water? I feel like that would be a totally different experience slash life-threatening. It like it doesn't didn't translate for me for some reason. And not just me. It was like we did a big boat. So it was eight people in the boat. And not everyone was the best at balance. Because I don't know that <laughs> the crossfitters, really like there's a lot of emphasis on balance. That's a democratic way to say that. <laughs> um, and so we were doing a lot of tipping and the tipping really stressed me out. I did not like tipping the boat. So um, I couldn't I, even think. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, right. So I really want them to put that in the CrossFit Games as a team event and just see cool. totally. so many of the We're teams would just end up swimming. Dreams. I know. I, I, so I swear this is going to happen, Shane. I've, we've talked about this before. Like this would be and the especially dream. on Lake Monona in Madison. Like yeah. there's oh, yeah. a huge – I think that would be – I could see them hesitating to do it on the open ocean. Just dropping like flies. But I'm like one of those yeah. big, those big Wisconsin lakes. Yeah. Yep. I could happen. And UW has a great crew team, so there is a strong rowing presence there. Presence. Yeah, it would be amazing. It, you would just see people soaked left and right. Like, can Maybe you imagine they, some they of those real big guys? Big boats, but like, oh, it would oh be gosh. hysterical. Can you imagine Sam Dancer in one of those boats? <laughs> yes. I can't imagine could. Sam Dancer doing it. Sam, Sam can figure out pretty much anything. Oh my gosh, Sam Dancer. So speaking of Sam Dancer, <laughs> you guys have, <laughs> I didn't even mean to go you there. You guys I'm have so been working a lot together. Tell us about that. Uh, we just get the get the pleasure of being able to hang out and coach together a lot because um, he's an Invictus athlete and he comes around and we get to coach together and whenever we travel, we're always roommates. So he and I spend a lot of like bro time just talking about life i know you guys and, have like deep conversations things. what do you talk about okay, okay give us you gotta I give know. us something no yeah. let me i have to interject <laughs> is there such a thing as a non-deep conversation with sam dancer true Fair i don't point. think there is uh no i well yes i mean there there is sam sam just loves to have a good time and sam just loves everybody mm -hmm. so i think it's hard not to spend time with sam and end up in some kind of a deep conversation regardless of who you are 
I don't know that it's unique to Sam and I. I think I just have the pleasure of being able to room with him, and so we end up in conversation whenever we do. But he's just, uh, he's one of the best coaches I've ever met. Emotionally, he's one of the most down-to-earth people I've ever met. And so having any kind of a conversation with him is really just a pleasure because you can take a conversation in any direction and kind of and pull some cool points of wisdom from him. And he just thinks on a different playing field. He's kind of like, uh, do you guys know Tate Fletcher? Uh-huh. I feel like Tate and Sam, when I get into conversations with those guys, I walk away with a, a, bit of, a bit of my mind blown. And Tate has his own podcast too, right? Yes. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he's just on a whole nother level of conversation. I'd like to be a fly on the wall in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Kian, do you get to travel so, with Shane? Uh, yeah. Um, not do you as much get as to? Like to? Do you get to like he keeps you in a closet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, you know, that's one of the big incentives. We travel really well together and we always have traveled and that's one of the things we love to do and we've kind of we made an emphasis in our relationship. And so I think we do best when we're traveling. That's kind of when we're like in our zone is exploring. We, we travel very differently, but it works together. I do a lot of, a lot of pre-planning and a lot of research. And um, then I show up places and I just take <laughs> random lefts and rights until I find interesting things. And you make things. friends yeah. with everyone. And yeah. so um, we love traveling together. I was bummed I missed China, but we, um, we try to do it as much as we can. Is there a place that you've been recently, Shane, that's like one of your favorites? Yeah, I can. T- I, every my answer has has become Norway. Yeah. Oh, you just, said that last time, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. China was cool, and all the places I go, I, I find something amazing. Norway still is a standout for me. It is the coolest place. Their people are incredible. The country really has their their shit together which is impressive. And I'm just, uh, the nature there is incredible. I can't say enough about the country. I want to ask a little bit about kind of like what what the behind the scenes work looks like of running Dark Horse. And also, Kian, I I know that we, you know, don't really know what you do on a day-to-day basis, what you do for work. And I I think that there is this, it's easy to kind of look at at the the Shane Farmer Instagram feed and be like, man, you're traveling all these cool places. This is awesome. You have this cool (laughs) business. Like, but you know, we we know and we have touched on this plenty of times in this podcast that Instagram is not real. And, you know, there's a lot of hard work that goes in behind the scenes and especially from the spouse perspective. And so I guess we can start with Ken, what is what do you do? And then how how is it kind of at home supporting that lifestyle? I am a lawyer. That's right. Sandy told Sandy us about this. this. <laughs> oh yeah, Sandy. Of course, of course, Sandy told you guys that. Mom uh, Sandy, by the way, loves you too. Like, she is amazing. Obsessed She's with you incredible. too. She's the best. She sends us homes that she wants us to move into. Wow. <laughs> We're like, oh hey, Sandy. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. I am doing that a lot of the time, and um, I'm very much the the numbers the indoor person seems like the outdoor person. So I do do st- some stuff for his business. I do the accounting. I do the not fun stuff, but that's every day. You know, mm-hmm. it is accounting every day. And it is, you know, I love Instagram because I can go back and look at all the fun things I get to do. It's sort of like in between all of the other work that goes on. And in the last mm, six months, at least, I mean, Shane's coming to bed at midnight because he's working so late. And so that's not the fun stuff that people want to see on Instagram, but it's starting your own business is a a bear. And I come from a family of a small business owner. So I I totally understand that sometimes he has to work all of the time. But when you're passionate about something, he wants to work on it. And so that's sometimes when he finds his time to work is is late at night. And so there's a lot of that going on. I do a lot of the photographing of the Instagram. I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm 
photographer sometimes, and not, and he doesn't even ask me to, but I just, I catch the shot sometimes, right? Yeah, she's, she's my, she's my number one cheerleader. It's oh, pretty I, amazing. I'm definitely that. You don't want to run into me at a CrossFit Games that Shane's competing <laughs> at, because I will. I will get in your face. There are, there are stories of Yan at, at, my my mom had showed up to the CrossFit Games, and Kian was there, and the two of them finally connected at games. And Kian was teaching my mom how to throw bows to get to the front row and make sure <laughs> that they were directly in front of me. And the two of them together were just fending people off left and right using their pointy little elbows to just <laughs> jab people and make sure that they could be right in front of me. It was the most amazing support. And we weren't the most intimidating looking either. <laughs> yeah. No, you're like amazing. this beautiful, dainty woman. And it's <laughs> like, I could see you like walking in being like, I'm going to cut a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's exactly right. My, the aggression in my face, because I was always going to be right in Shane's eye line, wherever that was. And you didn't know that until they walked out into the floor. Right. Um, and so I, I definitely am like number one cheerleader, never missed anything yeah. in your face. Right? Yeah. That's amazing. So, I do a lot of that. She she really is kind of the, I, I call her our CFO of the household. Um she has really taken on all of the things that I'm pretty terrible at and things that I wasn't good at organizing ahead of time. And she's really taken that taxes. on. Taxes. Taxes. Yeah. Okay, what are taxes and how do I do them? <laughs> I, like, I, math was my worst subject. I have no idea. Yeah. You so, know, well, thankfully, uh, you know, high school and uh, middle school math really prepared us. For tax. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you guys, have you guys seen that parallelogram? Yeah, that is parallelogram season. I saw that. That's so perfect. Actually, I have me in handy this parallelogram season. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's it's a meme. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says, you know, the, it basically is like, I'm so glad that we spent so much time learning about parallelograms and math. Oh. It's really coming in handy this parallelogram season. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's this meme that I, that I love that's like, I wish that high school taught life skills, like how to do your taxes. What taxes are? What <laughs> taxes are? Yeah. Well, we're finding out. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. <laughs> it's amazing what starting a business and bringing your household into that business does for getting you or having to get you organized mm -hmm. and having to figure out what business is like how does business work mm -hmm. what do taxes mean <laughs> business is fun i like it <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, i feel in. like we should all have to write reports on this yeah. to help others and to help ourselves clarify Makes us be idea. adults, which is not that fun. Yeah, there should be yeah. like a science, the scientific journal of adulting. Yeah, <laughs> and it can just be peer-reviewed articles about day-to-day -day tasks that I normal think by humans now, know how to do. Yeah, I think by now everyone has their PhD in Google. Yeah. So I think all of us. YouTube. Yeah. I've learned so many life skills from YouTube. Yeah, we so we just bought a we just bought a house, and I've been spending a lot of time over there, and it's amazing what you can learn on YouTube. <laughs> I have found I've figured out how to do small electrical tasks around the house. I'm figuring out how to do small plumbing work. No Shane, no Shane, can I just <laughs> can I just interject real quick and just put a PSA to be careful? Because we all know what happened with your ring finger. So we just yeah. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little worried. <laughs> no. Shout out to Kalo every day. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Well, hey, uh, hey by the way, the finger is doing fantastic now. Good. Uh, oh, that's still like... Yeah, just... I didn't lose it, and I've got a near full range of motion back, so that's great. <sighs> uh, but yeah, no, no. Every time I work on any electrical task, the entire power grid to the house goes off. Okay, I don't even mess around with single rooms. I just shut the whole you thing off. You got shocked the other day when I turned it off, remember? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, even so... after the power was off, I still got a little shocked. It might be the death of us, this house. Right. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> if a ring could cause that much damage. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know what this house can do. Yeah. My This is a full story going to come full circle. My grandpa electrocuted himself via his wedding ring while he was working on a car. All right. Wow. <laughs> there you Claire, go. Bringing it around. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> Oh my yeah. God. Thanks. You've been you've been holding on to that one <laughs> for just this perfect moment. And now he's wearing a Kayla ring. Just saying. <laughs> and she's not lying yeah. either. He really does wear a Kayla ring. <laughs> yep, my 85-year-old grandfather wears a Kayla ring because of that yeah. situation. Oh, everyone should. Everyone, yeah, I'm not... wearing one right now. And you know, everyone has a story then. They're like, oh yeah, that happened to my... And I'm like, no one had these stories when we were buying the ring. <laughs> right. And now, Everyone has a story about how they're oh lost his finger this way and we're like too late. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Why didn't you tell me this he, story? Ian's dad half is ago. now about to wear one because yeah. he uh, he just had to go in for surgery and had to, had to have his ring cut off because he's never taken his ring off and that was the only way it was coming off is they had to cut it off. Yeah, so I now, had a I had a boyfriend whose dad was like that and it was like how are you even how does your finger even have circulation? Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Scary. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So Shane, from from your perspective of blending business and and family and home life, what has been tough about that? What what has been great about that? And I want both of you all kind of both to like weigh in on what has it taught you about your marriage? Initially, it was turning off the the clock, the work hours. It was learning how to say when I was done for the day and come back to the family. And I think I've got that figured out pretty well now. I, I do a, I try to do a good job of making sure that at a certain point I just put the computer away and stop with the tasks for the day because they'll never end and then come back to the family. And as far as what man, what I've learned about the marriage, first that my wife is incredibly understanding. Mm-hmm. That's been huge. Honestly, there are days that I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. She's the one thing that keeps me grounded and sees me going crazy. You know, the stuff that's not on Instagram and uh, allows me to continue on without getting too deep into my own puddle of mud and drowning in it. And I don't know, I guess through that all, I've also learned how to implement little daily tasks that are important for my own well-being to help keep me sane at home and at work. So I'm a pretty pretty regular advocate of Ramwad and uh, meditation as well. I use the Headspace app and nightly I try to get in at least one, if not both, right before I go to bed. So that's been pretty important to things as well. Mine's more pragmatic. It's it's little things because we both work from home and Shane has this office in our house with no door. And so we have to put up like an imaginary door <laughs> and say, the door is closed now, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I will, yeah, I'll audibly say, I'm going to work now, and we'll say, okay, got it. And I'll knock on the imaginary door <laughs> to ask him a question. So it's just kind of living and working together. It's a lot of time to spend with one person, but it, it's been great. I mean, I love it. We can't get enough of each other, I think. Yeah. Oh, so, what she didn't mention is she's a lawyer, but she does get to work from home, which yeah, is pretty I work amazing. From home. So we're both working from home day to day. You guys have got to have a treasure trove of marriage hacks. Yeah. That keeps you from going down each other's throats. I yeah, mean, have you, yeah, nobody's have, that in love. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> okay, well, no, like, Claire and I, like, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, they're both, like, the most beautiful people in the world, and they have, like, amazing jobs, and there's got to be something. <laughs> the book, that tidying up, that was, like, the only big fight I remember it but, by the, Yeah. By the way, just so you guys know, I don't, I, I guess I, are you okay if I talk about it? We're, we have a kid it's, on the way. Oh, yeah. We have a kid on the way. Call so. Clark called it because you were wearing a Papa Bear T-shirt in a yeah. thing, and I was yeah. like, "Peep, guys, don't just own that T-shirt." No. Right. <laughs> By the way, I love that shirt. That's turned into my favorite shirt. That's so exciting! Congratulations! So She's kicking up a storm right now, so it's kind of distracting. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Shut up. When are you due? I'm gonna cry. June 8th. June 8th. Yeah. Which is why Kian has had to alter her rowing. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess. Uh, I- clear i didn't know if they so i've had to change just because of the whole um which i've learned now your stomach separates when you're pregnant and you're not supposed to do ab work and the back end of the rowing movement is it is ab work and so i can't lean back all the way and i can't get over my big old stomach now as much as i could before so anyway i've had to adapt some things and i've had to adapt orange theory What's and going on back there? Called birth fit, which is really cool um what is that noise <laughs> It's, oh my god! Sorry, my chain just ran out. It's my dog's toy that sounds oh. like a giant rat, and when she wants attention, she brings it in, and it always happens when Shane's on the phone. <laughs> of course, animals know. Yeah, she's been doing it. And we thought we thought you guys couldn't hear. Just we just heard it. That's just this one time. He just he's back now. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. You're, sorry so you've been yeah. doing birth fit. Birthfit. I just started Birthfit. Um, I wish I had found it earlier or, or had joined in earlier. So that's what I've been doing sort of um, to help with the uh, adaptation of my stomach. And I don't remember what the point of that was. Oh, just that we're pregnant. So. <laughs> no big deal. We're pregnant. I, I remember also when I was pregnant and I was trying to row and I couldn't come all the way into like the catch position because my belly and my, it would hit my legs. Right. <laughs> and then when I, after I had uh, miles and I went back to rowing, I had to reteach my Myself to like keep my my femurs in line and not like spread my legs as I came into the front. Yeah. There's a lot of leg spreading spreading going on yeah. on a lot of different machines. For <laughs> and we've actually started to modify. We put her on the uh, on the assault bike now while rowing club is going on. She sits on the assault bike and does the same workouts, which has been. A, a good modification for it. Sounds being. way worse. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I'd much rather row. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys? Did we talk about last time, Shane? The uh, love languages. I don't think so. No, we didn't. Or I don't think I, we did. They have brought it up. Have you guys? Have... have you guys read those or read that book? I don't no. Think so. It's like oh, okay. Well, it's like the five love languages. Seven. Seven. seven? Isn't it seven? <laughs> I'm, I'm a therapist. I should know this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's seven. Anyway, it's more or less like what you, how you show your partner love and how you receive love. So it's like some people like to give gifts and some people like affection and some people like words of affirmation and there's all these different love languages. categories yeah categories we've heard of it before we've talked about it ours are different um yeah. but it's so interesting would you say you're more of the uh words of affirmation gift giving uh, what do you me yeah me i am the, what's the one where um you plan like things what like, is that one <laughs> i don't know well, it's acts of like, service i'm sorry like acts of service or yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think that's, I, I like, uh, you know, I think part of a lot of my planning goes into that. And Shane's is not that, but that I'm not, <laughs> not definitely not gifts. No, no, okay. Words of affirmation, no. Quality time okay. or physical touch. Oh, I'm yeah. big on quality, quality time. time. Ah. I'm huge on quality time. Mm-hmm. You just want to, what do you like to do? What do you want to do? Just like sit and watch a movie? And no he's... opposite. He wants <laughs> undivided attention. No movie on, no music on. He wants to sit. No, we can have music on. I just. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like I like phones away and TVs off oh. and computers closed. I like like actual even if I guess reading we could read next to each other. We could listen to music together. You but that. I like screens away. Yeah. Okay. That's my <laughs> yeah. Brandon's gonna hear this and he's gonna be like, see, Shane Farmer says put your phone down. Yeah. <laughs> put your phone. He always gets so mad at me because I'm like, down. yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I we, can multitask. I actually... It's not my fault you can't multitask. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just um, we just sold our TV actually, mm-hmm. so we're moving without a TV. We bought a projector so that we can still watch movies and but now it's a bit more of a chore to decide when we want to turn on the TV and I also like the idea of growing up without like a, a child being in the house without a TV being the center of attention on the wall so that I can I agree can went with me on that one he tried there's some there's some thing he found on the internet I should take the internet away from you. That's <laughs> uh, like it was like 60 days without TV, and he really tried to get that going in this house. Yeah. But then the Bachelor came on, and, <laughs> and you're like, "Sorry, I can't." No, sorry. <laughs> we have we don't have a TV either. We haven't had one for as, as long as I've been out of college. We, I've never had a TV, but that doesn't mean that I like I still spend a lot of time in front of a screen. Like we still watch 30 Rock on Netflix like every day, and but it is nice to not just like have it in the background. Like you do have to kind of say it like in, it's more intentional. So it's definitely not by any means is it not a part of our lives but it's not just like on which is nice oh i feel like such a jerk now because i have tv and i've always had tv and i'm like i don't know what i do without it how about scott like scott's (laughs) love language is sports that's true my husband's love language is sports sports center (laughs) (laughs) you try to take espn away by default i have to watch sports with him and that's how we connect (laughs) (laughs) like last week when i forgot whether or not lebron james was still like a thing oh it's so great is that a band? Is that a band? So uh, let's talk the open really quick, Shane, because, well, when this comes out, this will be like the first week of the open will be have 17 have come and gone. will be announced today. Yeah, when this comes, when this out. comes out. So um, oh, yeah. what are Ooh, your thoughts? Of, what are your thoughts about what's going to happen this year? I know it's such a crapshoot to ask that, but I feel like we have to talk about it. You guys, predictions <laughs> are so hard. I know. It could be I literally mean, like, anything. I mean, can you? Okay, you Limbo. I uh, limbo. I Claire wants limbo, limbo, but I have so to say, bad. like, haven't you read the tea leaves of Dave's Dave Castro's Instagram? Uh, I mean, yeah, I know, right? I I keep thinking that we're gonna see like a repeat of the the rowing thruster workout with, with the thrusters subbed for dumbbells. That's that's like my my only real prediction. I forget what 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 number that was. Sixteen two. I think it was no? six. Row, what was it again? The rowing thruster workout. It was Sam uh, Briggs and uh, sixteen. It was. A, there were three of them. I won. Right. I feel like that was fifteen. F- fifteen. Yeah. No, because Sam was out in the twenty fifteen. Oh, really? Okay. Well, Isn't that the season she took it's off? It's all blending together for me. <sighs> yeah. I. But that's. I. I guess that's the only prediction I have is that I'm guessing the the rowing thruster workout. I would be down for with that. dumbbells though. Thrusters subbed for dumbbells. Yeah. I think it's going to be overhead dumbbell lunges. But I mean, it's again. It's like <laughs> like you said, reading tea leaves. Yeah. You know, trying to predict these workouts. It's like ah, uh, I don't know. And they're doing just the scaled again, fun. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They are going to, it's just a, everyone should just have a good time. But do you think they're going to do, they're going to do a scaled version. Oh yeah, they are, yeah, that's, that's um, But do that's you think there's anything like. that's going to be different around that? It's just going to be scaled in RX again, right? I mean, I, I'm not sure I understand I the mean, question. Other, oh, I'm just trying to think if like they're going to add. <laughs> Joy, we're we're all unsure who you're unsure talking to right now. Who that, I, you know what I'm th- I'm trying to get at is I feel like they're always 
like adding something new like there's gonna be yeah. a new like yeah it'll be like <laughs> like I you want... get you get a soccer trophy if you do like, don't <laughs> a soccer trophy. i want a soccer trophy of dave castro oh let's make that happen yeah let's make that happen let's yeah do. just his face uh-huh. from the like the neck up and make it like that that gold plastic exactly and the top thousand get one each week oh yeah. my god and from the neck down he's like playing basketball no you could have you know what my dream is yeah that's week two you get that trophy in week two so gradually over the entirety of the open you can put together a statue (gasps) oh my gosh and if you get yeah so if you get if you get to be the top 1000 or whatever you can get a yeah and then you build your own get dave castro let me i'm gonna raise it i'm gonna raise it hold on hold on i'm gonna raise it I want outfits that you can change in and out because he's got, he's always got like some shirt or shoes or something like Versace. Cornrows. Can they yeah. have cornrows? They can have, or it'd be like dress up Barbie more or I less. want a Dave Castro American Girl doll is yeah. basically what I'm saying. <laughs> That's basically what we're saying. This is what we're, we're building the, the Dave Castro Transformer. Yeah. You hear that, Dave? Oh. With detachable cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> and the G.I. Joe Kung Fu group. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. That would be so funny. So yeah, apart from apart from that, I think that's I think that happening is just as likely as anything else happening in the open. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're you know predicting the opens. Maybe they'll do a pregnancy series, and I can compete. There you go. See, that's what I was getting at. Thank you, Kian. I knew I was trying to. You you get me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Ken? Did you see the um, pregnancy guide to scaling that they just released from CrossFit? No. So I'd no, like to though. Yeah, it came out like I'm kind of surprised we haven't posted about this on our Facebook yet. Actually, it came out maybe two or three weeks ago. Um, and Nicole Christensen, who is the owner of CrossFit Roots and has CrossFitted consistently through both of her pregnancies and has coached dozens upon dozens of pregnant athletes. And she worked with, and she's a certified CrossFit coach, like OG CrossFit seminar staff. She worked with the CrossFit training department to come up with this pretty comprehensive scaling guide for pregnant athletes. I have yet to look at it and I'm kind of mad that it was not like two years ago, but (laughs) I think it's, I think it'll be really interesting. And I think that it's kind of cool to have like a baseline because I think that a lot of coaches kind of freak out, especially because a lot of the coaches in the CrossFit world are like 25 year old guys. Right. No, it's true. Everyone's afraid, afraid of me. Yeah. Everyone's afraid to touch me. Everyone. I was doing burpees in the beginning. Everyone was so worried that I was squashing the baby. Yeah. And as soon as it got uncomfortable, I stopped doing burpees. You know, I, I kind of let my body be the guide that they, they make guesses on what to do with me, but no one's really sure it. I mean, I just start when I started doing burp, it realized that that weird cone thing my stomach was doing was not good, yeah. which it's really not. It's really bad for you. It can make your stomach permanently like like that so um, wait talk about that thesis oh thank you i don't know the word yeah (laughs) i I guess um doing any ab work can just make them separate and stay that way and at least at orange theory there's a lot of ab work it's i think it's a workout very um geared towards women so there's ab work in every workout and so i use birth fit um they're different kind of core modules it does a lot of like the side ab stuff but keeps you from going into a crunch and they also teach you kind of how to get off of the ground without doing a crunch because you don't realize how many times a day you use your stomach to just move around so um that's been very helpful just in daily movement but i'm a lot of this like we were squatting this weekend doing birth fit stuff Mm -hmm. um a lot of the movements still feel really good to do like squatting feels really good um and i can do a lot of it but but people in general and, and 
on all of life are very, oh, are, are you okay? And opening doors for me is just, I'm, I'm super fragile. And I want that for the good parts, but I don't want it for the parts where they yeah. think I'm unable to do anything. So um, it would be nice if there was some sort of, I feel like there should be some, that you should have to take some sort of class or something when you're coaching because there are pregnant women everywhere. You see them more when you are pregnant, of course. <laughs> you yeah. don't notice them as much when you're not. But, and I think like yeah. nobody wants to be that coach that tells you like, oh yeah, that's fine. And then you your water breaks at 25 weeks or something. But when I was pregnant, I just remember thinking like I'm not an idiot I'm not gonna do something that I instinctively know is the wrong thing for me to do I'm not gonna just like listen to you blindly but like it would sure be nice to have some baseline of recommendation here as opposed to just blind trial and error right and because if they're basically not a woman and I know they've had no training it's hard for me to fully trust their coaching because you're right it's like a 23 year old kid who's telling me oh this is fine and that is fine and I'm like not your fault but you don't know what you're talking about yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, that that guide sounds great I'd love to look at it just in general to make sure I'm doing my lists correctly and um, doing movements correctly because I don't want to do any damage but I also want to keep moving because that's what makes me feel good yeah I I think it's a strong case for <clears throat> for people paying attention to you know of course you know I've become an advocate of it now that she's going through it and I'm seeing her come home frustrated some days when the coach before she found birth fit the coaches that didn't know what they were doing and basically just let her do whatever she wanted to do mm-hmm. without any coaching like she said it's like they don't want to touch you they just they're scared of you and um, I think it makes a good case for birth fit and what they're trying to do which is really bring bring strength training and fitness and everything together and helping people understand what's good what's helpful it's not good in the realm of pregnancy which I feel like just very few people have have approached yeah. well the education is really fearful like generally general physical education they tell you don't do this and don't squat below parallel and right, all don't that get your heart rate above 100 beats per minute and you're like <laughs> the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the recommendation yeah. is not to work out to a point where you can't carry on a conversation well to me that's not working out right if like, I can chat by the way on the treadmill we're just chatting yeah and by the way when you're pregnant you have no lungs and your blood volume doubles so like <laughs> you lose the ability to hold a conversation while you're like also drinking a glass of water <laughs> was this one, I feel like when I was pregnant we ended up having this having a conversation about how I would get out of breath eating mac and cheese. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the cheese is dripping down your chin. You're like, yeah, what I'm like, who, who am I? Yeah. yeah. But I'm actually, this grocery is. Grocery store after this now. That's what we're having dinner. <laughs> now having mac and cheese. It's like whatever uh-huh. I hear last at night, I'm like, that's what I want. <laughs> And now we're having mac and cheese. That's right. One time I, when I was pregnant, I was scrolling on Instagram and somebody had posted a picture of a pizza that had sliced green peppers on it. And I was like, I have to have that. And Brandon, and so Brandon was like, all right, well, let's order a pizza. We can get green peppers. And I was like, no, no, we don't know if it's going to come sliced or diced and they have to be sliced. <laughs> like I did not want diced green peppers. I wanted sliced. And so I made him go out and get like the Boboli crust. And we made our own. <laughs> When I left for uh, when I left for China, (laughs) when I left for China, (laughs) she hadn't had any cravings yet. And I left for China, and I get into my hotel, and I open my phone, and I finally connect to the internet, and I see Amazon Prime, or you know, yeah, Amazon Prime now, the grocery order, an order comes through. And I figure, oh, she just, you know, ordered some supplies. Green juice stuff, which is what I have been ordering. Yeah, yeah. Not She'd been, yeah, time. right. She'd been ordering green juice and smoothie things. Yeah. No, it was two types of cookies, mint chocolate chip ice cream, a chocolate bar. Three things of rice. Three things of rice. And... <laughs> Probably tortillas. Yeah, and I think tortillas. It was yeah. just straight yeah. carbohydrates. Yeah. That's it, was carbohydrate. it was carbs and dessert. 
Well, and then he screenshotted it and sent out to all our friends. Like, look at <laughs> what a bad my wife is. What's going on? You're like, you it don't just, know my life. <laughs> I, it was the first time I'd really laughed out loud. I was, I was, I was quite tickled by it. It was, it was quite funny. tickled. Yeah, it was oh, that's I really love funny. spying on my spouse of, on through Amazon. <laughs> it's like the best <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> but except at, uh, at 2 a.m. when he can't sleep, he orders like comics, like Batman comics to really? read. Oh, yeah. It's the <laughs> cutest thing in the world. Like on Kindle? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's really cute. And I'll wake up, it'll be like, you've ordered volume two of Batman the series. And I'm like, what the hell are you reading at 2 a.m.? He's like, I couldn't sleep. And like, all he reads are comics. It's great. (laughs) It could be Uh, way worse at 2 a.m. You're lucky that it's not like... Yeah. <laughs> um, Brandon just downloads like really. I don't really like watching movies. Like I like movies, but really only if they're intended for children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Claire loves like Finding I Nemo. Love Pixar movies, mm-hmm. and I don't and like Harry Potter. And outside of that, I'm not really that interested. Like mm-hmm. if if it's not based on Harry on a J.K. Rowling book or like Randy Newman didn't do the soundtrack, I'm really probably not interested in it. <laughs> and so then when I whenever I'm gone, I'll get like your Amazon order of Interstellar. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, Brandon, how's Die that? Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard 2. Yeah. Die Hard 3. Oh, yeah. He watched, um, oh, my gosh, I can't even remember. Some, like, kung fu movie a couple weeks ago. <laughs> how's that going? Like He's like, subtitles? you never watch it with me. I'm like, you're right. I would never watch this with you. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing Love and Home. Oh, that's so great. Oh, my goodness. So I don't want to um, get too far down the rabbit hole with BirthFit, but yeah. I'm just kind of curious because I actually, when right after I had Miles, it was when, like, the very first BirthFit guide came out, and that was actually available for online consumption rather than having to go into one of her workshops. And I remember getting it and thinking like, this is kind of (laughs) lame. And I think it's, you know, I know it's come a long way, but I'm just kind of curious, like from my perspective at the time, it was like, this is, it felt very physical therapy-esque. Yeah. So there are like, they call them the four modules and I just started it and I'm by far not an expert and I'm not a fitness person. So. Well, and, and um, I don't want to make it sound like, I don't want people taking this away being like, well, Claire thought birth fit was lame, so I'm not going to do it. Oh, like I think it, I know it's come a long way. And I also know that at the time when I tried to do it, I was looking for something different and I was like kind of past the postpartum period where you really are in recovery and right. I like I think I've st- even talked about this in the podcast before like I think that I it would have been more valuable had I found it sooner but I'm just curious like what about it you find that's really like helpful during your pregnancy yeah I guess just having anyone who who know who it's spe- specified for someone who's pregnant and and knowing what those movements are because you get these emails and there's so much again like fear-mongering about um, being pregnant and then like all the list of things you can't do you can't work on your stomach you can't work out on your back you can't do any ab work and it's like what what movements are left if I can't do anything? And so I liked it. I- I'm liking it because it's giving me movements. And I can see what I'm really watching is my stomach to make sure I'm not coning. But what I, I see is that not happening and feeling strength in the sides of my abs, which is the part that you kind of want to strengthen. And so I'm not following the program exactly to a T. I'm using it as a supplement for movements. And from the person that we met with, they said that it really helps with the healing afterwards. Of course, I haven't given birth. And so I don't know. I guess it just makes me feel safer knowing that someone specified something for someone in my in my pregnancy stage because they'll, they'll do different modifications depending on how far along you are and how big your stomach is sort of. Mm-hmm. So um, it's nice just to have some general guidance because I, I, 
I've always worked out and I'm the same way. I feel like I'm not going to do something that hurts me, but it's nice to have that backup sort of to I bring my phone into the gym. And when I see ab work, like we had 10 minutes of ab work at the end of the gym today, I pulled up my birth fit and did that instead. Enjoy. It's four workouts a week too. So it's got, it's a lot. There's a lot of content there. Yeah. Enjoy when you said the Kone thing, looked at me and went, what is she talking about? Oh. And so to clarify, right, that's when, when you are pregnant and you basically do like like a, a crunch kind of movement, you see this convex, your, the your area stomach, between your, your... stomach literally goes into like a cone it's shape. It's crazy. Yeah. It so changes. Like kind of the area between the two sides of your abs sort of cones up into Cones itself. up and out. So yeah, it kind okay. of like becomes like a little bit of a convex area. Gotcha. And it's basically your ab muscles are separating and the contents of your abdomen are coming up. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's yeah. called diastasis. It's creepy. Yeah, it's, it is creepy. <laughs> It's like an alien yeah. coming out. It's totally an it's alien. Totally, yeah. I totally thought it was the baby in the beginning. I was like, look at my baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's like your And diaper. they're like, no, that's really bad for you. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> never mind. I just want to say hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's great though I think that that's awesome and I think that there's you know I just was curious just to give I know we have a lot of listeners who are pregnant or are recovering from pregnancy and continuing to or even who are trying to get pregnant and, too yeah, like do you guys being like nervous Claire yeah. and Kian I guess advice for those people that are listening that are trying to get pregnant and how to take care of themselves I think there's a lot of what you guys have been saying of um, the unknown of what to do and no one really knows how to handle it so is there a place where you would have them go or start we were on Whole30 when we got pregnant so <laughs> <laughs> I don't there know if that says anything. We were green juicing every we day. Were we were crazy. on Whole30. Yeah. We were... <laughs> I was trying to get super healthy. I was like, I want to go into this because I know the beginning is really important and just be really healthy. And so we were doing all of those things. But as far as working out, I didn't change a thing because I knew I wasn't, I was going to be running and I was going to be working out my pregnancy. So I needed to get pregnant when I was doing those things and then not changing them afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. They tell you not to like start a whole new program. Like don't go from a sedentary lifestyle to running a marathon, but you kind of keep up with your same activity. And so because I was running and doing things before, that's what I'm going to keep doing. And um, my pregnancy has been great so far. I, I'm no expert. I'm not a doctor. Far from it. So I just know that our friends got pregnant on Whole30 and they said, if you guys go on Whole30, you're going to get pregnant. <laughs> and then we did. Sure enough. <laughs> sure enough. That's <laughs> awesome. I don't know if that That's helps, the but. secret. So how has that changed? And also just curious in general about what are your goals for Dark Horse moving forward? And like how, how has the pregnancy changed it slash just, you know, how are you guys continuing to evolve that business? Well, there's a, a strong sense for me now of wanting to be able to provide as much as we can for people without having to physically be there, uh, especially for the, the foreseeable future, because obviously I want to be able to spend time at home with the family and having a new baby around really excites me. And I, I don't want to be taken off on the road as much as I was. So there's a certain element to how much value can I provide for people? How much education, how much teaching can we do? How much life changing can we do without having to physically be in front of somebody? And we're really kind of testing the waters right now. We actually just launched a, uh, a private coaching group three or four weeks ago. And so we are working with this private coaching group and testing, you know, how much value can we offer there, which is actually working quite well. And I'm really excited with how that's going because we'll start opening different tiers of how we can work with people. And I think the the goal really is to continue to evolve and make this 
business work for us as much as it works for everybody who uses it and bring people this product that is undeniably impactful and effective and make sure that that's what we continue to do is make sure that it is nothing but effective and gives people everything that they need and that we keep evolving and offering new things and listen to our users. And that one's been kind of fun for me. As often as I can, I try to have real conversations with the people that are using our product and that are using Dark Horse as a program and asking them what they need. What you're going to see next from us is a direct result of the conversations that I was having this summer with our clients and that we're offering, we're going to start a 30-minute program because a lot of people were saying, well, the idea of Dark Horse sounds great, but I have a family. I work a full-time job. I have an erg in my garage and there's no way that I can get into one-hour workouts a week because I go to work out and 20 minutes later, my kid comes running into the garage and I have to, you know, my children are my priority. And so we've developed a 30-minute program that's going to be 30 minutes three days a week instead of an hour two days a week so that people can get shorter workouts in and so that kind of stuff is really a direct result of making dark horse more effective for people making it what people want uh, listening to our users and then also it's important for me that we build dark horse to be something that is good for our family too uh, yeah i was going to say that we've been testing the 30 minute program and i love it because sometimes an hour on the erg sounds a little daunting <laughs> yeah. but 30 minutes it's like it's there and gone and we end up the classes sometimes run over because we talk and so then it's 45 minutes but it feels like 20 and it's so quick it doesn't even feel like any it doesn't feel like a workout but you get the same I think we're getting the same amount of work and we're just being a lot more efficient <laughs> with our time yeah so I love the 30 minute program yeah. that's what we've been testing it's been great yeah we've been testing it on the Invictus crew which has been fun mm -hmm. I think that's interesting too because I remember when you first talked about like oh it's just an hour or two days a week that was like oh that's so manageable like it seemed you know especially in contrast to these like catalyst programs or things that people are doing where it's like you know these are 90 minutes to two hours, five days a week for these, you know, specialty programs or for accessory work. But I think it's interesting to, you know, need to distill it or find that there's a need to distill it down even more. Yeah. Our goal has always been to be a partner program. What I've, I guess, labeled us as a partner program. We're not here to be anybody's primary program where we understand our base and most people are using us as an accessory tool. And that's exactly what we build our programs for, to be an accessory to work with a Catalyst program or to work with uh, an Invictus program or, you know, Misfit or whatever program you're on. That's really what we built it for, was not to interrupt that. It was simply to be able to work in conjunction with. And so that was kind of where we heard what people were asking for. And I, I think that a 30-minute program will deliver that even better. And that's just one thing. You know, that's just one. That'll be the next cycle that we, that we launch after our current cycle is over, which I think is in two weeks. So actually probably right after this airs. So yeah, we got that coming down the pipeline and having a baby on the way has made me evaluate everything that I'm doing in every from business to fitness to traveling to our relationship together to it's amazing how much that makes you really analyze what's going on. You guys are going to be great parents. I am so excited to see pictures of your baby. <laughs> yeah, and watch for pictures of baby on Erg coming June yeah. 2017. Yeah. Are you going to bring her to the CrossFit Games? Yeah. Oh, she'll only be like a month old. They're, yeah. so, they're no, just so portable, that. though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we're afraid of those first six weeks. We hear everything happens, so we don't actually have any idea. We're we're just preparing ourselves basically to get yeah. locked down in here. Right. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I have like the six weeks after birth is just dark time. 
<laughs> and then we think it's all fine, right? We haven't even talked about after yeah, six Yeah, I'm pretty weeks. sure after six weeks, everything gets easier, right? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's Great. absolutely how it works. Yep. Yeah, you totally know what day of the week it is and are totally <laughs> able to remember to take care of yourself. And sure. <laughs> I remember the first couple of weeks, I was literally like, what day is it? Like, yeah. I don't even, you don't even know. Just, I'm more scared about that than I think the beginning than the, well, and it, people keep telling Shane he's going to get dad bod and he's getting yeah. nervous about that. Yeah, I have all these friends that keep texting me. They're like, fine. You're gonna get dad. <laughs> it's a real thing. Embrace re- the dad bod. Use. Embrace re- the dad bod. Um, is I that think even possible? I don't even for think Shane Farmer to get yeah. dad bod. Oh, no. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. Okay, please do keep us posted, Kim. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I have a, I have um, some good friends who the they're not even pregnant and and the husband keeps kind of putting on a couple pounds here and there and he's like I'm just working on my dad bod and I was like are you guys pregnant and she was like no (laughs) (laughs) he was like just getting a head start oh Oh, it's been so fun talking to you guys we just love you so much it's always and the uh, best yeah it is the best and (laughs) listeners can find you at darkhorserowing.com anything else that you want to plug anything else coming up and Joy didn't even use her Shane Farmer voice I'm so proud of you you know what it's kind of funny because before we hit record Claire walked in the room and Ken I don't I don't know if you heard our interview from the games but oh yeah we did I was like in front of Shane I mean I like I'm like a little high school girl when I see Shane Farmer I mean who is it and I'm like Shane and, and everyone made fun of me. Like, They're oh like, my oh my God, gosh, Joy's Shane Farmer voice is so funny. And I was like, what? I have a Shane Farmer voice? <laughs> it's like almost like when people talk to puppies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, use it. What is it? Well, no, I had to be in front of Shane Farmer. Oh, and, okay. And <laughs> but her dog voice, in case you're curious, sounds like Marge Simpson. It does. I do have a Marge Simpson. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to send you guys a video of that sometime. It's quite quite uh, entertaining. Anyway, but yeah, Claire walked in. She's like, oh, you get to use your Shane Farmer voice tonight. I was like, oh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> But I'm proud of you. You held back. Oh, thank you. Um, so you guys, listeners, you can find Shane at darkhorserowing.com. And you guys, congratulations again on the baby. We can't wait to hear all the updates. Stay on the line. And what else, Claire? Is that it for our episode? Good luck in the open, everyone. Good luck in the open. Don't, make, don't let it make you crazy. <laughs> don't make it? Yeah. Yeah, by don't, now I think... Don't every- predict too hard. Just show up and do the best you can. Have a good time. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> right. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.